Hey all, it's M, and I thought that this week's topic would be very appropriate for the current times. And so I wanted to discuss what I wish I knew before dyeing my hair the first time. And I figured since a lot of us are quarantined in our homes and we can't go out and do anything that we will be parlaying our boredom into possibly dyeing our own hair and or cutting it. Um, I myself currently just cut my hair. It looks fine, luckily, but I definitely know the struggle of wanting to kind of have some control over anything and that might really show with wanting control over your hair. So, what I wish I knew before I first dyed my hair. I really wish I knew to deep condition my hair. I wish I knew not to use um, a certain hair dye that rhymes with flat. F-L-A-T. I wish I knew to not bleach my hair and dye my hair in the same day. And I really wish I knew that it's okay to not dye your hair. Um, And just having... I have very dark black hair, very dark black Asian hair, and I think it wasn't until I was in my 20s I fully appreciated my hair, really. I I always wanted, like, blonde hair, brunette hair, so I could do all of the cool uh, dye jobs, and I realized that the beauty of having natural hair wasn't as important to me as it was now or as it is now so those are really the things I wish I knew okay time for letters to myself I started my hair journey in sixth grade, and I remember my mom always being very amazing and understanding with me wanting to dye my hair. I've always wanted different hair colors, and so my first color was red, um, and my mom actually helped me out with it. So I wish I knew the brand because I would buy it again. I dyed my hair red over my black hair, so I didn't actually have to bleach it, which is very difficult to do since really no colors show up on my hair without bleach. And so after that first time, I really got hooked on it. And so um, it really wasn't until eighth grade where I kind of hit the ground running doing it. I was very, very interested in the emo slash scene subculture um, that was very prevalent throughout my adolescence. 
I definitely leaned more towards emo because I couldn't do the big spiky hair of the scene kids. Um, and I also just wasn't as skinny. I know that sounds weird, but when you look up emo skinny kids, not emo skinny, sorry, emo scene kids, they all look like toothpicks. And so I was like, oh, I can never be emo scene because I don't look this way, which is a whole other conversation which I think is interesting. Um, and I dyed my hair blue in the winter because I think it was basketball season. I dyed my hair blue and um, I just loved it. And that's my first phone dye job by myself. And I definitely rushed the process of bleaching and then I was like, oh, I have to do this, blah, blah. And then I just put the blue over the bleach and I'm just cringing over that because my hair was so fried for like two-ish years. And then eighth grade, I continued to dye my hair. So I did a rainbow look on my bangs and then I did coontails. That's like the most scene I got because I could never do the puffy, big uh, swoop bangs because my mom would never let me because she always said, oh, you look so much prettier with your hair out of your face, which I'm sure so many folks have heard that. And so I had coon tails, which basically it's raccoon tails. So I had stripes. So I bleached my hair in stripes, and then I dyed those bleached spots. So I had different colored coon tails in my hair. I, I know I, I sound a little weird thinking of it now. I, definitely not like the e girl stripe hair now. Like the scene in emo kid hairs. Well, more scene. Scene had more color. Emo was more like the black and the black hair and just big swooped bangs from what I remember in my interpretation of scene and emo please do not come at me whatever um and I definitely done my hair and my hair was so dead it was so dead before I really got to high school and then I definitely took like a five-year sabbatical from bleaching my hair and then I just got really bored and I just died my ends in senior year, so I'm just like going through graduation with my blonde highlighted hair, and then I think I chopped that off into like a bob, so I didn't actually have to keep it. Um, and then I haven't really done anything with my hair since. I tried this past week but the bleach didn't work for me and so I just have a slightly auburn stripe in my hair which is fine it really matches my hair oh wait I did do something I got my hair professionally colored when I visited my friends in like Canada and I um, got a nicely done at a Korean salon and they like dyed my hair fully red and it looked gorgeous and I still have remnants of that so, uh, that was really the last time I did it. Um, and it's really interesting thinking back about how many times I felt like I had to change my hair. Because I was just never satisfied with it. And then I had a lot of friends who were in the emo scene. Um, 
kind of like arena and they always wanted to get their hair done too and then I really loved the emo scene culture and I had the band tees and I had um spiky wristbands and a kind of like a studded belt my friend gave me and skinny jeans I still wear skinny jeans but these were brightly colored plaid skinny jeans um and it was really interesting living in that culture and realizing like like natural hair really wasn't as um appreciated I would almost say which is totally fine I like the idea of being able to express yourself and I like the idea of being able to just kind of play with your hair because first of all okay hair will grow back hair will grow back if you get a shitty haircut it'll grow back Put it up in a bun, wear a hat. I know it's devastating, but hair will grow back if you get a shitty dye job. Just, like, lob it on something, you know what I mean? And so I think that was really comforting as I think messing with my hair and dyeing it was really the easiest way for me to express myself. Besides clothing, but my mom really didn't buy me that kind of clothes. Like, I had to get it secondhand or buy the clothes myself. And so dyeing the hair was kind of more fun and also just um made me feel almost a little bit more badass as weird as that sounds and so I think it's interesting when I look back and realize like I kind of wish I didn't mess with my hair as much it's taken me years for me to not have brittle hair um and I know if I kept dyeing my hair I would have had brittle hair so I think it's kind of interesting thinking about what you would or would not do but I'm very glad that I did dye my hair so now it's time for one of my favorite parts which is the advice time and hopefully this little section will give you some nuggets of information regarding how to take care of your hair a little bit better yay hey so advice time um before you dye your hair i would definitely research into the kind of bleach you'll need into the kind of hair color you'll need um i would definitely research how long you want your hair color to stay in so if you want a permanent which you probably have to go to a salon for that if you want a semi-permanent which is a lot of what's on the market at drugstores and walmart and if you want just like temporary which you can kind of use like the hair chalk for that or like kind of the wax putty that's out and then once you decide that when you pick your bleach you should really look at the different types of bleach that will lift the color out of your hair more so certain bleach will only lift it a couple levels and so you won't see you won't be able to get the platinum blonde if you want platinum blonde for the boldest amount of color you really need to get a stronger bleach and there's a lot of videos um i just watched a video on from brad mondo on youtube and i would suggest looking up more information on youtube for that um, and then 
once you got that sorted out, you can start the process. And patience is key. I'm not very patient. And so the first time I dyed my hair, I was like, all right, let's go. And I just fried it because I completely rushed into it. So I definitely would take the time to actually set up a station. Um, mixed the, the developer and the bleach, right? Um, cover everything with like plastic bags or shitty towels. You don't mind getting bleached because you don't want staining to happen either. Um, and then once you're done bleaching your hair, follow the directions. Maybe wait like 24 hours before you actually dye your hair to give it a break. And then once everything is said and done, I really, really would, would suggest getting a really good conditioner. Um, there's a lot of color-lasting um, shampoo and conditioner that can keep your hair color in more. Um, and then I, would, I really liked the L'Oreal clarifying um, shampoo. Um, and so there's one for it's oh, it's L'Oreal Paris Ever Pure Sulfate Free Moisture Shampoo. I really like that one. Um, for the color kind of um properties it gave me and like how it didn't bleed out my hair. Tresemme is always a good brand that I love. Um, and then my friend actually taught me this really awesome trick is she uses like beard oil to moisturize your hair um you can use beard oil or i love argan oils or any kind of brand you like um i would definitely definitely recommend getting argan oil so whenever you wash your hair you take after you're done washing your hair and while it's slightly damp, you would um, put a couple drops of argan oil in your palm and then, like, rub it throughout the end. Don't put it on your scalp because that will create more um, oil production on your scalp, which could lead to more dandruff. And you really shouldn't be putting any heavy moisturizing products on your scalp. Just keep it on your ends, and that will kind of help keep your hair moisturized as well if you completely damage your hair from bleaching and dyeing it um and then from there just like do a heap ton of research I would definitely recommend that so um that's really all I got if you would like to send in more tips and tricks that'd be awesome and I hope you have a great day.